Well, here we are then. Again. Hello, Mr. Huxtable. Hello, Hello. audience. If, is, Hello. It, is anybody out there? Is anybody <laughs> listening? Yeah, 29 countries, Richard. Let's remind ourselves of that. Um, 29 countries. And for those of you who cannot see us, who are listening either on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, uh, Richard has a swanky new background behind him. He's He's been taking notes from um, the podcast that we had a few weeks ago. He was talking about presentations. Who was that again? Remind me. Absolutely. That was Andy Taylor-White. Andy Taylor-White. Um, yeah. Talking about presenting yourself on the old tech side of things. And you've got to have a good background. You don't want too busy. You don't want it too messy. So yeah. I've now, I've gone ethereal. For those who can't see, I am in the clouds. I'm actually, I'm actually moving on up to where I believe I, I should be stationed in life, in in, in, a, in a sort of godlike uh, role, over, overlooking everything. Heavenly um, So yeah, I've got a lovely cloud, cloud, uh, a cloudy sky with some blue coming through, and then this fantastic logo is coming from the heavens, saying in, instant insight, transformational. Um, well, you know, transformational, transformational feedback. feedback. For, for those of you who can't see me, I'm still sat in front of Dartmoor on a beautiful day, um, bringing things right back down to earth. So uh, I need to work on my um, my background image, I think. So listen, um, enough of that frivolity and uh, in the cloud. <laughs> Stop talk. having fun. Down Stop to business. Fun. Yeah. What are, we, what are we talking about today then? Who have you been, uh, you've been speaking to... Um, a leadership expert i believe yeah that's right yeah business coach leadership expert guru extraordinaire susanna braid wearing of aspirin solutions mm. um and she talked about why they've called aspirin solutions in our little interview but actually um you know i think uh we'll 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 let susanna introduce herself and we'll get on with it and Let's then you can hear susanna. yeah talk about. looking forward to it so hello everybody and welcome to Customer Experience R&R with my good self, Richard Knight. You've just heard me talking to Ryan about this fantastic interview. Really excited to speak today to Susanna Braidwaring from Aspirin Business um, and uh, talk all things business, which is what we do obviously on these podcasts. But I will move over to you, uh, Susanna, and, and let you introduce yourself to our listeners and our viewers. So please do go ahead. Thank you. Uh as you say, for me, the arena I work with is all about business. I'm a business advisor, coach, mentor. I specialise in working with family businesses, SMEs, um, with the owner, managers, business owners and their successors, but also around kind of their operations because all of that has to come together to make build strong businesses and strong teams. Mm -hmm. Yeah, fantastic. And, and in terms of the the um the services you offer for those people you mentioned the coaching and, and, and that side of things um is that um across the country are you based purely down into in the southwest how, how does that work with you currently with the whole zoom piece coming forward we've always worked um we've always worked in a blended way like this and we have customers uh, there's two parts of our business so there's more of the business advisory let's say working in the businesses working with the business owners that's the aspirin business solutions part so mm -hmm. it's all about kind of a, um why do you have to have all the headaches yourself people have learned this stuff before yeah. so actually learn from other people um and another part of our business it focuses uh, primarily on motivation and that side of the business we have customers in australia um, and Hungary so we've actually we, part of our work has always been online yeah. and there's a real benefit so for me there are times when it's really great to be in the room because actually that level of communication particularly where it's more difficult 
conversations, much more the stri- um, strategic thinking, problem solving, mm-hmm. actually there's a better energy and dynamic in the room. Once you've built that kind of trust, it's really easy then to move on to it for more of the, the operational transactional stuff in a way online because you built up that relationship, built up the trust and the rapport. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, fantastic. Yeah, it's great to be able to work across well, a global organisation. Fantastic. And you mentioned strategy there. Um, clearly, you know, one of a key focus for, for you within within the business. And myself and Ryan were talking last week about um, Boris's announcements and the roadmap out of the lockdown. Um, now, from a strategy point of view, um, what, what, what your, what's your current thinking and thoughts about how this is going to impact businesses as we move along this roadmap? I think it, there's, everyone needs certainty. So, so, you know, Richard, you and I know like motivation is such a key part of everything we do. We might know what to do, we might know how to do it, but if we don't have the motivation, if we can't be bothered, mm-hmm. nothing's going to happen. And part of that motivation, the very foundations of it are around security, certainty, predictability. If we can't plan, then we can't commit mm. the resources and the energy and communicate and everything else. At the same time, we know that when you enter into business, you have to be somewhat of an, an optimist, have a certain arrogance around you that kind of mm-hmm. says, I can actually overcome the normal challenges. So there is a level of needing to plan and needing mm-hmm. to have plans ready to go, but being flexible around actually when are they going to roll out, what the, is the operation going to look like. But if you've got 80% of it planned out, you can then tweak the rest mm-hmm. without actually getting too um, frustrated and angry and upset because that, that's not helpful emotion. So plan, but obviously you've also got to keep, you, you know, keep on your, on your toes, talk to people and have things lined up, ready to go if you're not um, already in business. You know, so many people like us, we've, we've continued all the way through anyway. And we've kind of cut our cloth to suit, cut our costs to suit. Mm. Mm, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's quite an interesting one, isn't it? In terms of the, the difference in, in, in positions of organisations going forward. The, however, if, if you've been continuing to um, uh, trade, work throughout the period, or if you, you're, you're closed now and you're planning to restart, I'm, I'm, I'm assuming there are certain views from the leadership point of view that they need to have in their minds. You mentioned the motivation piece. It's really interesting that in terms of that, that attitude going forward. Um, how does that translate or can that translate into um, sort of uh, practical tips in terms of what people can be considering during this time if they're the leaders because you mentioned you work with leaders a lot which is clearly the the, the crux of it what, what what are the key things that they need to be having at the forefront of their minds at the moment beyond that plan piece and people oh no i'm gonna plan but you know what, what sort of thing can they there's, they sort of there's loads of things that they can be doing mm-hmm. um you know and and there's there's lots of help and advice out there for doing that you know and, and, and certainly in terms of getting people back into the workplace or whether you're going to move into some kind of hybrid learning and all those kind of fundamentals around there around communication thinking about job changes job roles you know but fundamentally if you have a if you have a, a strong relationship between the business owner the business leaders and, and the employees you communicate 
you you know you don't know all the answers and you tell them you don't know all the answers but you tell mm-hmm. them what you can tell them when you can right. tell them yeah. if you have that that fundamental strength there everything else will fall into place mm-hmm. okay so so that's that really is is um you know I, I, I guess i don't really want to spend too much time talking about that kind of detail because there's yeah, so yeah no no but yeah just top line pieces the yeah. thing that mm-hmm. i think is is even more important for business owners mm-hmm. is the impact it's had on their aspirations their dreams because okay. when you start a business as mm-hmm. you know you kind of come into it with with a passion with something that you you think that you can do really well and something that you think you've got you've got an angle on Mm-hmm. And very rarely do we then think about the exit. You know? yeah. So we think mm-hmm. about, we want to do this, we want to start this. We don't necessarily think about the exit until we get much older. And maybe we get ill. Maybe actually mm-hmm. we just get tired. Mm-hmm. Maybe we've got family where we're going, actually, we always said we'd do this and we do that. The big thing that COVID, but more importantly, lockdown, mm-hmm. has, has had an impact on is the timing of that. There's mm-hmm. a whole lot of people now who were going to exit at a certain point, at a certain age, and mm-hmm. lockdown has massively impacted that. Mm-hmm. And so I think what's even more important that will determine all the operational stuff is what, what is the business owner's plan? Correct. So there are business mm-hmm. owners who are very close to going, actually, we're only a couple of years off now being able to, to, to sell to exit. That might have been knocked back by a few more years. So now mm-hmm. maybe they're five years. So now they're going to be thinking about actually what does that exit look like? Do I still have the energy, the heart, and therefore mm-hmm. to actually get the, the value that I need for my retirement? Because most people sink all their money, all mm-hmm. their savings into their business. Mm-hmm. That, their business is their pension in many ways. Mm-hmm. So really they've got to think about the timeline and going what, what do we need to generate in the next say five years three to five years and therefore what does the business look like where mm-hmm. the income coming from in the next say three years and then what then does my business look like my workforce look like my customers look like mm-hmm. my setup look like it's yeah. all shifted <laughs> it's all shifted and so you've really got to re, re- look back at actually you know the strategy comes from the business owner yeah you know? um so it's, it's it's really interesting times yeah, absolutely. And, and um, I, I think it's that that sort of regularity of review as well, whereas people might think, oh, you know, I know vaguely where we want to get to in three or five years time. So we'll just ca- carry on yep. until then. But that that clearly we need to stop and, and review a little bit more often now because of that speed of change going forward. So, um, yeah. So it, so in terms of um, those three or five years time, you know, clearly everything is going to be happening and at different paces um what's what's your sort of view i mean i know the various people have said oh it's going to be terrible you know we've got got to batten down the hatches for 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 the next couple of years because it's going to be really tough and actually next year is going to be tougher how how are you seeing that from that sort of leadership point of view um is is that something that you think is going to be happening because i know that actually i remember speaking to you just before the pandemic sort of started coming and you used the word unprecedented time back in then so i think you probably January, got, a crystal I know. Ball. You've got a crystal ball there what's susanna the so I, we want to know what's the next one what, what's the next prediction how's it how's it going to look i mean, obviously we're not going to hold you to that but but um is, is it going to be the same or what are, what are the key things that perhaps we need to be thinking about 
the, the reason back in in like December January I was talking about unprecedented times was because mm. I genuinely believed believed we were we were we still are a sick society. Mm -hmm. Mental health was massively on the increase. One in four people expect to have mental ill health. More than one in three people living from mm -hmm. payday to payday. The amount of uh, personal debt in the UK was had never been higher before the pandemic. We were consumer mad, buying, buying, mm -hmm. buying. This is not a healthy society. Mm -hmm. um, and I really hope that we readjust from this because yeah. it was going to implode it was not sustainable um whereas i really genuinely believe business is a force for good business work should be something that yeah. enriches your life but actually something that adds to it rather than takes away from it um i have a lot of contacts so what i'm hearing from the business advisory group that i'm part of um, in Australia is they are predicting the next three years in business is going to be the best in, in the past 50 years because we're going to have a boom when this confidence mm -hmm. comes back mm -hmm. and actually people, people recognise you need to grow to get out of this. Mm -hmm. You can't keep pulling back and keep pulling back, keep pulling back. You've got to have that balanced optimism. Mm -hmm. And, um, and or, or what we might call bounded optimism. So you've got to have the optimism but you may remember, Rich, you know, prior to this, I was a business leader, director, and under my remits were finance, mm -hmm. commercial, HR, and I managed our cash super, super well, mm -hmm. you know, right from actually the, the T's and C's in our customers' contracts all the way through to paying our suppliers and obviously our employees on time. So, so you've got to go, actually, if you believe in your business, you believe that this will pick up. You've got to manage your resources okay. and while that's happening. So you've got to manage your cash. Without cash, nothing else happens. There is that saying, you know, turnover is vanity, profit is sanity, cash is king. Mm. Um, then you've got to optimise your outgoings with your income. So you've got to then work out where is that income coming from. Mm -hmm. And it may well be you actually need to change your niche, where you focus, who your customers are, really recognise where their pain points are as well and go, where is that income coming from in this next 12 to 18 months, which may be yeah. different to where it came from in the last 12 to 18 months. Mm -hmm. you know, then you can start to update your business plan and then work out, okay, how do we get there? Who's going to help me? Who are our A, B and C players? And when I talk about A, B and C players, I, I think about if you were um, moving into the next football season, who are the people in your team that you would re-recruit in a heartbeat? Mm -hmm. Your A players. You know, your B players, your steady players. So they're the ones who, you know, um, they're consistent, they're good, they're loyal, you can depend on them. They may not set the world on fire, but actually, you know what? They're great. Mm -hmm. And then the C players, you then got to go, can we turn them around or can we not? You know, it's really interesting in terms of, you know, do we have the, the time and the money to actually invest in them? And, and I, I can't, that's not a quick answer. It really isn't a quick answer <laughs> because we don't know how they became C players, you yeah. know, until we look into it as well. Um, and so all of this, you know, is it's got to be around this, um, I believe you're talking about communication and confusion mm -hmm. before. Um, yeah. A lot of employees are going, is this organisation going to be here in two, two years' time? Mm -hmm. Do I have job security? If they don't feel they've got job security, then actually they don't have the confidence to really push themselves and innovate and challenge and, and yeah. really go out there. 
So communication is absolutely key to that as well. Um, so I think it's going to be a really interesting time. And I also think that if you're more office based, you know, we're going to be moving much more to hybrid working. Mm -hmm. So much more people working from home, which then throws up a whole load of, of potential um, issues around, you know, productivity, accountability, accountability, visibility, and then leadership management styles, yeah. um, potential micromanagement, which then erodes trust and confidence, you know, mm -hmm. so really interesting, fascinating times, but it's all oh, to pay I for all to pay yeah. for. <laughs> that's fantastic and I think it's that optimism that confidence as you say when we talk about it like this it, it, it it's catching you know people go oh fantastic yeah we can do this we can make it clearly there's going to be some difficult decisions to make there but and, and interestingly enough um, I, I know you you run a peer-to-peer -peer group as well how how are the how are the the leaders and the, and the members within that group feeling about business at the moment you know on the on the ground as it were they feel great, to be honest with you, because the thing is that by coming together as a group of business leaders, it's not easy. You know, as business leaders, you, you, as you say you go into business, you're passionate about something, you're good at something, but you're not necessarily great at running a business. Mm -hmm. But yeah. equally, you don't want to sit in a classroom and be lectured to. Mm -hmm. So how are you going to learn? Well, I bring business leaders together. We work on the businesses and they, mm -hmm. they share problems. They challenge each other. They support each other. They share ideas and resources. Mm -hmm. And actually, they're continually improving their business. So when the pandemic came, even though it was unprecedented, um, they were on the front foot. They'd done a whole load of the groundwork. So, yes, of course, it knocked them back, but they were in a strong position to start with. So mm -hmm. they're feeling really optimistic. And many of them have grown throughout this as well. Oh, fantastic. So the, so point, the, the key is you've got to always work on your business. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you've got to keep, got to keep going, got to keep going. Well, absolutely fantastic. In terms of that, that um, sort of people getting in contact with you and having a chat and learning a little bit more about Aspirin Business, how, how can they get in contact with you? What's the best way? The best way is, is connect with me on LinkedIn, um, you know, Susanna Braidwaring, or go to our website, Aspirin Business, you know, it is about the headaches. Um, yep. So there's information on there, the, you know, the, the, peer-to-peer -peer is is fabulous and you get one-to-one -one mentoring with me as well which is mm -hmm. great because you can really just dig into those bits that are just blocking everything else um right. or if it's motivation that you're interested in actually understanding more about how do i support my employees and their you know generally their kind of well-being their productivity their performance all of those kind of things you can go to our other website which is motivatedperformance.co.uk Fantastic. And all of that information will have appeared magically at the bottom of the screen, I'm sure, when I type it in later on. So it'll all be there. It has arrived. I know it's there now. Um, so, Susanna, thank you ever so much for your time and your insight. It's fantastic to speak to you. I'm sure our listeners and viewers uh, gathered some um, nuggets of information there and um, we look forward to seeing you again in the future. So thank you very much. That's brilliant. Great to talk with you, Richard. Thank you. So there we go. There's Susanna Braidwaring from Aspirin Solutions chatting to me the other day. What were your thoughts, Mr. Huxtable? Wow. Um, some really forthright views there from Susanna. Great, actually. Really strong uh, views on, on leadership and, you know, how you how you bring that back to affecting your customers. And one of the things that really stood out for me listening to Susanna um, was she talked about, um, you know, the motivation for running business and bringing it back to 
you know, you know, having the security around you and knowing what's going to happen. That's been really difficult, as, as mm. you pointed out in the, in the past few months. Um, but again, you know, we've mentioned this a number of times, haven't we, about, you know, having the plan and having the easiness of a plan to, to, to go to. And she talked about it, didn't she? You know, you can plan for anything and you can have 80 percent of the plan there. Um, but then that last 20 percent you need to tweak. And I thought there was a real uh a real sense of optimism in what she was saying from her business contacts in terms of you know when we get back to when we get out of of, of uh, the, the current um restrictions that we're in um you know there's there's likely to be you know three years of, of boom on the back of the pandemic well that, that, that's great news for for any business owner isn't it you know I, you know i was i went back afterwards and looked at my numbers and thought i'm not being bold enough to be honest um so no, I, I I thought some really really strong messages there about the importance of you know optimism, um, and also um, a word I haven't heard for a long time, but actually really resonated with me is you know business owners do need to be a little bit arrogant about what they do, you know, a bit single minded and you know focus and, and and crack on. Yeah, absolutely. I, I I got that you know in terms of that whole confidence piece, and we spoke last last podcast about you know confidence from a consumer point of view, but of course you've got to have that confidence internally, haven't you? You know, if you're if you're if you're not really comfortable and confident about your direction you're heading in, you know, you're you're more likely to start to waver and move. Whereas if you've got that idea, that arrogance that you you you've got a really great product, a really great service, a really great offer, whatever it is, and you know that there is going to be a need for this um, because you've asked your customers. Remember, we're not just doing this or the old finger in the air. Insight is key. And when you know that bit of insight, you have the confidence and the confidence coming down from leaders is critical. Um, we've spoken about motivation on podcasts before and motivated teams equal higher performance. Mm. It's really that simple. And if you've got a higher performing leadership team, guess what's going to happen? People are going to echo that and come up all the way through it. So it's going to make a big difference. So I think, you know, that the real focus and some people might be going, well, this is a CX podcast. What's this leadership got to do with anything? Did out my impression. I don't know who that person was. To be perfectly honest, um, <laughs> um, you yeah, well, leadership, the internal piece. You've got to look at that internal bit first, haven't you? You know, we've got the people, mm. and then from that, your processes come in and your structure. And, and Susanna alluded to all this whole focus, goal, strategy piece. And then at the end, at the, uh, outside the back of that, uh, back end of that, comes the fact that your customers will have a good experience, a great experience. So there's a logic in it. There's a uh, my our, our viewers and listening friends. There's logic to our madness. There is logic. There's clear logic. The, the other thing that um, I was curious about when I was listening to Susanna was um, this. This she talked about um, how you know business owners um, pre-pandemic might have been thinking that you know they're getting to a stage in their career where they were thinking about you know selling their businesses and moving on and you know maybe doing something different and you know for many people um or, or indeed changing their business or bring you know for many people that's changed now because of the pandemic and actually those plans may have been put on hold for, for a period of time and and you know one, one of the things she talked about was you know business owners being use the word ill or tired or you know just you know a little bit lethargic perhaps going into the pandemic and you know they might have great businesses but actually their vision and their plan and their purpose has fundamentally changed um but the key thing that she talked about was uh you don't know all of your customers you know how, how close are you to all your customers mm -hmm. so 
you know, this point around, you know, you might be feeling that the business is going in the right direction because, you know, you've done it for a long time. And in reality, you know, that's always worked for you and you've made a good living and, and you know, all power to all power to you. But, you know, fundamentally, the reality of that might be that if you if you don't, if, if your plan has been put back a few years in terms, you are going to really need to re-engage now to keep that business in a place that is, you know, ahead of that pendulum curve that we talk about um, mm -hmm. all the time in Insight 6. Yeah. So mm -hmm. I think there was some really super, super helpful nuggets in 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 what uh, in what Susanna was saying. So, yeah, great, great podcast. And yeah, um, it's uh, it, it was it definitely made me think about <clears throat> how I keep my plan alive that 80 percent plan that she talks about how do i keep that yeah. going by talking to mm -hmm. my customers and understanding what my customers continue to want um and you know what that that changes doesn't it that changes day in day out at the moment you know we're talking about coming out of this but then there's another variant that's appeared you know yeah. god forbid you know that's that i hope it won't but it has the potential to change things again so you know businesses trying to plan for this and trying to look after their customers throughout this um, there's a new dynamism, I think, that's that's um, that's needed when running a business to 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 really I won't use the p word, but to really change what you're doing um, really quickly to be able to capitalise on the opportunity, which is what she talked about. Yeah, yeah, and and it and it talks of that resilience piece, doesn't it? You know, it's hard work. It is hard work. Um, yeah, who have you got around you? Who are you talking to internally? Because that hard work and, and the way it makes us feel can can be reflected in terms of the experience that our customers again have. You know, even if it's un unconscious, subconscious things are coming through that our mannerisms, the way we write something, our effort that we put into developing a new service, a new website and putting a message out on LinkedIn. People pick up on all of those, those things. And it can make a big difference for you. You're present, you're presenting, you know, Andy talking about how we're presenting on Zoom. If we're not feeling great, we're not we're not really there, you know, we might not be putting the effort in to invigorate and encourage people to listen to what we're talking about. Mm. You know, we could have come on here and been quite sort of, oh, you know, this is terrible, we're not gonna have a really good time. But no, we, you know, we yeah, we, you've got to acknowledge it, but we've got to be able to think about what is it that we want from it. Where are we gathering our energy from as leaders? Um, to be able to really put in place those strategies and make and bring them to fruition, turn them into something tangible for us and for the, for the customers. So uh, it was a fantastic chat with uh, with Susanna there. And uh, I uh, say thank you to her again for giving up some of her time to have a chat with us the other day. Great. So to next week, um, I think um, we said we were going to, really focus on um so we've got a bit of a campaign going at the moment um in insight six around uh building on some of the stuff susanna talked about but you know getting getting going again you know this mm. are you ready to get go and you know where are you are you customer ready uh in your business you know many businesses will have been trading throughout um of course we know that um some will be getting ready again to, to start um and of course um when you listen to this the chancellor will have spoken um, because we're recording this on Tuesday mm. and he's speaking on Wednesday, so uh, the, we won't be reflecting what the Chancellor says on um, on Friday. But, of course, uh, we'll pick up on that next week and we'll talk about the opportunities that I think that, uh, from a customer experience perspective, that gives many businesses. So that, the, the key point that we spoke about last week, actually, and we're going to keep talking about, is that are you ready? Where are you in terms of your customer experience readiness? So, therefore, we mentioned it last week, again, in the, uh, the chat below, we will leave the link to our uh, customer ready report. So you can pop in there, 
fill in 12 questions and really understand where you are in terms of your readiness to deliver for your customers as we go through this roadmap uh, towards freedom. Um, somebody once said that from north of the border, I recollect. Um, so, so yeah, north of the border, yeah, it was up in Gloucestershire. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, yeah. So take take the it takes on average two minutes to fill it in. So have a look at it, see what you reckon. It might challenge your thinking about what you're doing. Um, it's your perception of your business and whether you are asking the questions regularly. If you are adjusting what you do according to your customer feedback, fill it in. See what you reckon. Bit of a challenge for you people. We don't normally give you a challenge, but this is a bit of a challenge. Are you actually ready? Are you? Are you? We'll see. So take the opportunity. It's there for you. Free PDF. Give it a go. Mr. Huxable, it's been a pleasure as, as ever. Always, as always. So uh, as we say every week, please like, share and comment. Uh, introduce somebody new. Make your uh, your spring resolution uh, <laughs> the opportunity to listen to the R&R &R podcast. Um, and uh, at some point, of course, we will make it even more fun with another cider review at some point, I'm sure. I'm um, sure we will. But uh, yeah. yeah, have a great week, everybody. Thanks for listening. And uh, I've been Ryan Huxtable. I've been Rich Knight. Speak to you soon.